Radio Pulpit, 657 AM. That's Batabile there with Nyamangala on Radio Pulpit, your daily companion, bringing us to 11 after 7. And of course, uh, we are now joined by somebody from the Double Business Roundtable, as always during this time of the show between uh, 10 past 7 and uh, half past 7. And this time around, we're joined by Pastor uh, Theo Mkabela. Pastor, good evening and welcome to Radio Puppet. Hey, good evening, Sam. Thank you for having me tonight. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Who is Pastor Theo? All right. Pastor Theo is actually the senior pastor of uh, a church that is called Fountain of Life Tabernacle based in Soweto. Uh, I am I am basically married. I have two two uh, two handsome boys, and um, we launched our ministry in the year two thousand and one mm-hmm. uh, in in Soweto. But I have been in ministry from nineteen on a full time basis. I think I've been in ministry from nineteen seventy eight. Yeah, uh, where in Soweto are you? I think I I know your church. I think I've met you before. We are actually based in uh, White City. Oh, White City. In White oh, City. Oh, okay. All right. It is really possible, it's very possible that we have met somewhere else. Isn't is not the church with the radio station? No, it's not. No, no, no. We do oh, not have no, it. No, no. Maybe I'm confused with somebody else. <laughs> because we yeah. went there for a training, and uh, the, the, church, the church that I went to had a, a studio there, and we were training in that studio. I think it was in Dubai, the place I went to. Yeah, no. not not too this one. Anyway, no. Muruti, thank you very much, Raleigh, for being with us uh, uh, this evening. And uh, tonight we are talking about understanding the will of God for yourself. I know, Muruti, uh, this is not going to be just a sermon, but it's going to be a testimony. You'll be uh, sharing some of the, the things based on your experience, Muruti Waka, because I grab a... Um, uh, you know, experience Muruti. I forgot that the term that they used with regard to experience. But um, people that share from the book, uh, compared to people that share based on their experience, Muruti, the ones that come with experience, I Muruti. The experience is so powerful; it's life changing. Share with us your experience in terms of how did you find your will for your own life, Muruti. All right. Uh, like I said earlier on, I got. Uh, in the late um, 70s. Unfortunately, I would say unfortunately, um, the circumstances of my salvation was Jesus was coming back in 1980. Um, and then a lot of us got born again uh, during that time. Okay. And then we started, uh, obviously, uh, with the journey of Christianity, which was totally new uh, for me. And we started walking. Then in 1985, was praying. Um, somewhere in the bush, somewhere in the north. Um, I experienced an encounter with God during that time. And uh, going back before 1978, maybe 1977, uh, before I got saved, um, there was a song that uh, they loved to sing during that time. Unfortunately, I did not know the lyrics at the time. But I just loved the rhyme of this particular song. Uh, uh, it wasn't, wasn't it not Hihanyamahal? Uh, <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> no, 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 just, 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 I, I don't think that time that song existed. Um, we were singing a song that said, Hilei Mambayanga Wena Langa Veratilo, Shika Ayan Shakamena. 
Uh, in other words, here is my sacrifice, O God of heaven. Uh, will you receive it? I'm just paraphrasing that. So, and uh, as I was singing that song, I began to experience the presence of God in my life. Mind you, I was not saved. But I did not know that I was basically dedicating my life to the Lord. And then going back now to 1985, whilst praying, then I experienced this particular encounter. Um, and then the power of God again came far much more visible and stronger than 1977. And um, from that time, my life took a total change. We started, in a way, ministering in the villages during that time. You must understand that I am a Sowetan thrown in the back of a village with a total different culture altogether. Which village was that, Maruti? I was in a place called Gananamika Kami in Guyana. Oh, all right. Okay. So during that time, then, uh, we started ministering uh, in the villages and then preaching the gospel from one village uh, to the next village. That's how, basically, I started uh, ministering. Now, how did I discover, then, the will of God? Uh, going back before 1980, um, I, I just loved young people. I was young, yes, but I loved young people at that time. I used to spend a lot of time among young people. And somehow, and decisively so and consistently so, I started sharing. I loved putting people together and just sharing life with them. I did not know that basically that was part of my life. That's how my journey began. Um, I'm over 53 now. Uh, it's interesting that what God started then, it's still continuing until today, that I still have a lot of young people around me. So now, this is how we need to understand it. The Bible says the natural man does not understand the things of the Spirit. Then I did not understand what God was doing because I was natural. But when I began, began to be saved, now I became a spiritual man, I realized that I have this love for young people around me. I love depositing myself uh, into them. I love guiding them. I love teaching them about God. And therefore, that is how my ministry until today was given birth to. So I am living the very same purpose that I'm talking about. In other words, I am now living my God-given purpose, which started in the natural, but gave birth to a very supernatural encounter to me and also to many other young people around my life. So now that's a little bit of a story of my life. When it comes to the will of God, remember we have uh, the good will of God, we have the permissive will of God, we also have the perfect will of God. And uh, it started, remember, in the natural, as a natural man. And therefore that was permitted, but it was preparing me to understand to become a spiritual man who would then walk in the perfect will of God. I don't know if I'm making sense to you. Yes, you do. Yeah. So now, if I were to to explain to anyone out there what is the will of God, this is one of the complex and yet the easiest thing that which we need to understand. If you were to study for yourself in the book of Matthew, chapter number 7, we will read it together and then um, look at verse number 21 as I explain the story of my journey. Not everyone that saith unto me, Lord, Lord, shall enter into the kingdom of heaven, but he that does the will of my Father which is in heaven. 
Many will say to me in that day, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in thy name, and in thy name have cast out devils, and in thy name done many wonderful works. But then I will profess unto them, I never knew you. Depart from me, ye that work iniquity. So now, what is, if you were to read maybe until verse number 24, what is the will of God? The will of God uh, is explained this way. Number one, it means doing the will of the Father. That is doing the will of God. That is obeying the sayings of the Lord Jesus Christ. It also means obeying the voice of God. It also means doing what he tells you to do. What does that mean? It means loving what God loves, hating what God hates, doing the desires of God, doing that which pleases God, doing the pleasure of God. In other words, living a God-given vision, living a God-given mission, living a God-given mandate, living a God-given purpose. Now, that is in brief what I refer to as understanding the will of God. But how does it start in the life of an individual? It starts by having a vital relationship with God. If you read again in the book of Romans, chapter 10, verse number 9, the Bible says, confessing with our mouth the Lordship of Christ. So which means we need to first confess the Lordship of Christ. In other words, allowing Christ to be the Lord of your life, both in your spirit, in your soul, and also in your body. Believing in your heart that God has raised him from the dead. What does that mean? It means you need to believe in the power in the power of his crucifixion, in the power of his death, in the power of his resurrection, and also his second coming. Second coming. So now the minute you understand all of that, the Bible therefore says, as we believe in our heart, confessing with our mouth the crucifixion. Um, the burial of the Lord Jesus Christ, the resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ, the Bible said, then we shall be saved. Now, having done that, that gives us the right standing with God. So therefore, understanding the will of God starts by having a right standing with God. In other words, being at peace with God. That is the will of God. Loving what he loves hating what he hates, doing what he tells you to do, obeying the voice of God, Mm -hmm. obeying the sayings of God. It is not anything mystic. It is not anything totally hidden. It is not anything that is complex in nature. But it starts with the simplicity of just living your life purposefully, living your life intentionally, living your life meaningfully, Mm. living your life with determination, having a vital relationship with God. The the other thing, sorry to interrupt you there, the other aspects of life where people are always battling with regard to His will in their lives, in those areas, are the areas of marriage, the areas of careers, because some of them are battling to know whether they are called into becoming pastors and be uh, also being called to do to go into full-time ministry and all that. And the other thing is uh, 
who should they marry? So many, more especially young people that I know, or you, on Ale Pasine Fobana, they they always, uh, in most cases, um, battling with that. They really want to know his will in those areas of marriage, who they should marry, and with 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 regard to the career, which career should they follow, or should they go to Bible school and be on full time ministry? Should they become the engineers and all that? How will they know what he wants them to do uh, to marry this one? He wants them to follow these careers. All right. Number one, okay. Number one, we all need to understand that we are called. In other words, the entire human race is called in one way or another. Others are called into full-time ministries. In other words, they are called into the five-fold ministries, according to the book of Ephesians chapter number four. And then again, there are those who are actually called into the ministry of helps. Uh, it is a calling on its own within, within the body of Christ. Over and above that, we are therefore called into other ministries. What do I mean by that? In other words, into, our, into, into different kinds of careers. We also need to understand that, for instance, in your case, I'm not sure whether you're full-time or not full-time with the radio station, but let's say you are full-time. I'm giving that as an example. Until you come to the position where you understand that you are the planting of God within radio pulpit, you are not going to be satisfied. You are not going to be able to fully manifest what God has called you for. So therefore, you need first to understand that there is nothing that which happens to us by coincidence. Wherever God plants you, God plants you, number one, for training. So God could possibly give you a particular, allow you to understand within the permissive will of God to do something, whatever you are doing, therefore that becomes a training. Then you can get a promotion. I'm giving an example. Now you go to another company, do something totally different from that which you've been taught. However, the experience that you have gained has prepared you for another position somewhere else, which means the first place was for a training. The second place could be for development. The third place could be what for a release in your life to fully understand that which you want to do. Now, let me quickly ex- explain. Let's say one is a teacher. Being a teacher is a calling by itself. Being a nurse it's a calling by itself. Being a doctor, it's a calling by itself. So now, once we understand that it is God who leads us, because it also starts from the desire, you must understand that God has given all of us God-given desires. Those God-given desires, they become our drives. And therefore, those drives, they actually form some interest in us. In other words, the God-given desire pulls you towards a particular direction in your life when it comes to career. Others are called into politics. I'm not interested in politics. And therefore, I do not have interest in that particular career. But I am saying that according to the standards of the Bible, Jesus said, go to business until I come back. And therefore, it means there are those among us 
we have been called to go into the political uh, sphere of the political mountain. That those who are called called to go into the marketplace, those who are actually called into the economy, those who are studying science and technology, it is a calling uh, on itself. I don't like singing, especially for a prize. And therefore, I won't be, I'm not interested in that particular direction. Therefore, I am not called into the, 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 what, the, the, the department or into the Ministry of Music and Arts. It is not my task at all. But among us, according to the desire that God has given us, that desire pushes us towards those ministries. Mm. So that is how you're able to discover uh, that which God yeah. has come mm. to. However, however, many of us, mm. we go to university, we go, uh, we go to colleges, we go and study, but somehow we study things that which are not necessarily within our own calling. I wish when you answer this one, Murud, you will relate uh, with us, you know, some of the, your experiences when it comes to finding uh, the right partner. Some of the things that used to be done in your days back then, you stand there in the front and you say, uh, the Holy Spirit says, a woman will come and untie my shoes, uh, my shoe laces. She's the one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the Holy Spirit showed me somebody, uh, my woman will be wearing white uh, blouse and uh, black skirts. Share with us some of those experiences. I know that you come from that generation. Yes, I do. Uh, <laughs> Let, let me first start with uh, the trial and error of life so that we may understand where I'm coming from. And I know that many of us are within that space. Uh, in, my earlier late, uh, in, in my earlier years, I got involved into a relationship. Uh, I would say, allow me to use the word by default. What does that mean? By default, in other words, you are in the same environment. You see each other every now and then. Okay? And that somehow you generate a liking, but it is not what God has told you to do. So therefore you form a relationship, and therefore you continue with that relationship, which is a relationship by default, one, and secondly, if you are in a wrong relationship. How did I get out of that? For six solid years, okay, I was involved in this particular wrong relationship. God used different men and women of God to speak into my life. But because I am a man of principles, and this is what I said to God, and I said, God, you know I'm in a relationship with this person, and I have taken an oath with you that I shall not be a womanizer, and I shall not be counted among those who have been sleeping around and who have been dating many girls. I am fine with this person, I will marry, and therefore I'm willing to go on with life with this particular person. But God used a woman, my, one of my uh, old ladies in the church, um, to call us for, a sub, for, for lunch. We went in there. She did not have the guts to tell me to my face, but she only prayed out. And she said, In prayer. Yeah. I knew exactly what she meant. Mm. The, the second embarrassment, it was God spoke to me, and then I refused. That is walking in disobedience. Until God did it publicly in a conference uh, in Tembisa. And when I walked into this particular big tent, uh, we were quite late, and I was working with her and some other brethren. The man of God was standing in front, singled me out, and he said, Sir, would you please come forward? 
I responded to the uh, to the call. I stood forward, and this man said to me, "You are in a relationship. God is speaking to you. You have been walking in disobedience. Mind you, I've paid your ball already." I won't be surprised if that woman was very beautiful. <laughs> all the men, all the men are beautiful. <laughs> but this one was uh, was extremely beautiful. <laughs> yeah, but so now, then God singled me out, and then He said, "Now this is the situation. It was good for me and easier for me because mm. I did not have to break the relationship." Yes, God had to break the relationship in public. But how does this all? How did this lead me to? I was standing in front of the church preaching. I had my engagement ring on my on my ring, and God spoke to me in public without anyone else hearing what God was telling me. And I responded by lifting my left hand with the ring. And I then said to God, unless you are blind, I am engaged. That's what led to the public embarrassment. Do you understand? Mm. Yes. And then during that time, there was a woman walking into the church who is now sitting, standing with me in my room right now as I'm speaking to you. <laughs> as, this young, as this young girl walked into the room, God said, lift up your eyes, look at that person. I looked at her, and God said, this is your wife. And as they say, the rest is history. <laughs> and the rest is history. Now, it's now we are meeting years. Rudy, unfortunately, now Garuna I wish we can have a part two of this. Uh, anytime you want. And and I'm sure Rana know uh, many young people would like to hear more about this because they really need uh, guidance when it comes to choosing uh, the right partner, right careers, and stuff like that. Because like Reza from Wadam Rudy, uh, experience is is the best teacher, teacher indeed. We have learned a lot from you, Mfundiswam. Um, I have just uh, invited you on Facebook. Please uh, respond to my in- invite, Murutuaka. Uh, I've, I've managed to see you there on on Facebook, and oh. uh, on 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 Facebook, Thiom uh, Kabel. We've got Thiom uh, Kabela Ministries, right? That's correct. Okay, And of course, if they need more information, they can always go to the Global Business Roundtable website, right? That's correct. Okay, Hopefully. Or yeah. they can go on my Facebook. Oh, okay, Murutak. Hopefully, uh, and that day, um, Jose will give us okay. a go ahead. Maybe next week, Rabu Alo and Ahab. All right, I really appreciate it. Okay, Murutak. Thank you very much. Thanks for your time. All right, thank you, sir. All God right. bless you, sir. Well, that was uh, Pastor Thiom Kavela on uh, Radio Puppet, your daily companion. And uh, he was talking about uh, understanding the will of God in your life. Up next is Bishop. If you need prayer, please send your request to prayer at radiopulpit.co.za or WhatsApp 067-429-7564. Or go to Radio Pulpit website on www.radiopulpit.co.za. Do you want to grow your business sales? Do you know that you can advertise on Radio Pulpit, Radio Pulpit website, the Word for Today magazine, and the Word for You Today magazine at the ridiculously low prices? Yes, you can indeed. Radio Pulpit, your daily companion, offers you the platform to grow your businesses at the best affordable prices. Simply contact me, Godfrey Moabi, on godfrey at radiopulpit.co.za or call me on 012-334-1265 and I'll tell you how. 
Remember, I've made it my business to grow your business. You and 657 AM and Life, a winning team on the road to eternity.